Just Life, a programme from Radio Maria England. Just Life is our predominantly secular slot where we cover topics touching on everyday subjects such as how to make a good cup of tea, how to improve your garden design. Yesterday we had Jane Crone of Cafford talking not about Cafford or the environment but about medieval graffiti, her hobby. And today we have our new volunteer Aileen Walsh and she is going to talk to us about journaling. And when I asked her to describe journaling... She said it was spending time with paper. Good morning, Aileen. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for coming into the studio this morning on this lovely sunny day. Aileen has got with her her wonderful notebooks and I wish you could see them because they're absolutely full of script and pictures and they're beautiful works of art. So Aileen, please over to you and tell us about how you like to spend time with paper. Okay, it's lovely to be here. Um, I do love journaling and I hope that some of the, when you're listening, you might enjoy this too. You may well journal yourself or maybe it's something that you'll think about doing. Um, just before we start, there's one thing I want to say, and that is if you are a man, please don't switch me off. Um, many women journal and fewer men journal. And when you look on YouTube or places like that, it's a very female dominated space. Um, but it's something that both genders uh, will get satisfaction and joy out of. So please stay. If you're a, if you're a man, you're very welcome. Um, journaling has been found to reduce anxiety. Um, it's said to help the immune response. And in some circumstances, it can be as helpful as seeing a counsellor. Although, of course, if you have problems that you need to see a doctor about or a counsellor about, do see them. But the journal can be a place um, where you can resolve issues and actually it's really good for your health. So that's what I found out a little bit of the research about it. Um, today, what I'm going to be talking about, though, is my experience more. Um, and I would love to hear your own experiences or your own questions about it, if you have any. Um, it's lovely to share, actually, when you journal. So I've said that journaling is spending time with paper. And I think that's a really broad way of describing it, because sometimes it can involve writing words. And indeed, most of my journaling has been with words. But more recently, I've started to journal using painting and it's been different. And I'm hoping I'll get a chance to tell you a little bit about that. But I'm going to start by talking about spending time with words. And I'm also going to start with the type of journaling that is called, one of the ways it's called is reflective journaling. So it's writing quite long pieces of writing. And again, I'll explain it to you. So you need to spend time with paper. But the other thing that's really, really important for journaling is that you repeat it and make a habit of it. That doesn't mean to say it has to be a rod for your own back and it's not it shouldn't be a burden. Sometimes I can go weeks without going to my journal. But generally, at least once a week, sometimes many times more than once a week, I'll go to my journal. And it's something that you have to persist with over days, weeks, months and years. And there are real fantastic fruits if you can do that. 
So the again and again and the repetition is really important. So I don't know if you've heard of a lady called Julia Cameron. She was a book, she wrote a book, I think it's a good 25 years ago now. It's called The Artist's Way. And she's the lady that's known to be the person that um, started to put forward a way of journaling, which was to sit, get up in the morning, get a cup of tea or coffee and sit at a desk with a blank page three blank pages, in fact, and to write three pages and just write whatever comes to your mind. So that was one of the practices that I started probably about 10, 15 years ago. I can't even remember. Five years gap, that's a lot, isn't it? But I'm not sure. But I started this writing, get up in the morning and just write. One of the things that's been shown to be really good about um mental health is to be able to be specific about what our emotions are. So we have primary emotions that are very easily identifiable, anger, love, joy, fear, sadness. And one of the things that I found happening when I started to just throw down my thoughts on the page was that after some time, after I started off over the first few days, just writing everything that was crowding my head I started to write about other things that were happening in my life and slowly I started to be able to better identify other emotions. Um, the people in psychology and healthcare would call them secondary emotions. So being more specific about how you feel. So things like trust, confusion, being interested, being proud, enthusiastic, shame, disappointment. And over time, as I carried on with these pages, I found that I was starting to better identify what I was feeling on, at different times. So doing that has the effect of actually connecting our feelings with our thoughts and our thoughts go down on the page as words and feelings and thoughts affect our behaviour. So very gradually, as I was writing these morning pages day after day and then weeks I was starting to notice that I was better able to identify why I was feeling, what I was feeling, and the words were helping to do that. As well as that, of course, I was just writing stories about what I saw happening around me. I found that I was sometimes writing things with, that were funny. Sometimes, often, in fact, I was making decisions about my work and what I should be doing there and should I change my job. Um, if so, where to? I also wrote down dreams. They were something else that came to mind. So this kind of writing, this long morning pages, it tends to be, I would say, more serious in nature. So it's quite a commitment and you do have to, um, it's a little bit more effort than the sort of journaling I'm going to talk about later. Um, but it, over time, it really bears fruits. So it's really important if you try this, and I'd really recommend it if you haven't tried it before, doing it in the morning, as many say that it works better because you, you clear your head for the rest of the day. So if you can commit in the morning to just spending time to write three pages, um, and if you can do that day after day, as, as many days in, as you can make in a week, and if you do it for about, well, in the first instance, doing it for a week is good. But if you manage to persist with it, maybe for a month, maybe even two months without even reading it back, just persist with no particular goal. 
That's one thing that I think is really important to remember when you're journaling of any sort. Don't do it as a product. Don't do it with a particular goal in mind. Just trust that practicing it in and of itself will will bring fruits that you don't even know about. And you're not even doing them. You're not doing it for those fruits. You're just you're just every day as a habit. Every every few days you're you're writing. Um, so what you find is that over time you come and you start to find and certainly I did I started to find my head was much clearer um in the I had a quiet time that started the day differently so instead of um instead of being crowded with maybe going on to the news or watching a YouTube or something like that I started my day and my thoughts were the first thing I took care of or my feelings in fact I found that gradually I was living and paying more attention to what I was doing um, what was important to me. And I was also finding that I was starting to work through decisions better and even relationships, um, decisions around relationships and being more self-aware, not self-conscious, but just more aware of myself. It is just life. And this morning we are joined by Aileen Walsh, who is talking to us about journaling. This is the programme where you can call in if you have any questions or any comments. I'll just give you the number now. After the next song in about 10, 15 minutes, I will open the phone lines. The number to call will be 01223 564. You can also call from abroad. I know we have lots of international listeners on our website and the app, the Radio Maria app. The number is 0044122335640044122335564. Why not write down the number anyway? Um, because one day you might have a burning question for us or for one of our speakers. You can find this number on the website. It's the live studio number. It's not our office number. It's just a number to call in during live programs. We do have an office number, which is also on the website. So we are with Aileen and Aileen has been talking to us so beautifully about journaling and how it helps her in her everyday life. Back over to you, Aileen. Hello, it's nice to be back with you. Um, I thought, so in the last bit, I was just talking to you about the morning pages. And I, what I would like to say just before I carry on is that the morning pages for me morphed into pages that I wrote, not just in the morning and not with the morning pages philosophy necessarily in mind, um, but just pages that I would write at any time of day. In fact, in, it became often in the evening. So a time where I was looking back in some respects, purposefully maybe. 
anyway, I have a story to tell you. Um, one of the lovely things about journaling is getting yourself a nice journal. Now, that might be a lovely flowery thing, you know, an outside uh, outside cover that's that's got pictures on it. Or it can be something very simple. I have some black hardbacked ones that I enjoy. But I had a friend at work and I was telling her about journaling and how good it was. And I got her a journal for her birthday that she could write in and encouraged her to try. She came back to me after about two weeks and she said that she'd started to write her journal. But after a few days, she noticed that she was moaning all the time and she really didn't like it. She didn't like herself very much because she was moaning all the time. And she decided to stop journaling because she decided that she wouldn't start again until she was less moony. And um, I thought that was quite interesting. I thought it was interesting for two reasons. First of all, it had an impact on her, even though she didn't do what I said is really important, which is to persist with it. Um, But the good thing is that actually, even for doing it for as long as she did, it did bring about a change for her and it did make her aware. And I hope she got back to it. Um, because I'm sure it would it would bring her good stuff. In this section that we have together, I thought I'd actually share some bits of my journal. Um, I have no idea whether this will work for you or not. Um, but journaling is a very personal thing, and it's nice, you know, to appropriately share parts of journaling with one another. If you have a friend or a little group, you can do it together. So. One piece of advice that many people give when you start a journal is to write a letter to yourself at the beginning um, to tell yourself what you're going to use this space for. And I thought I would share the page on my most recent one. Dear Aileen, here you are sat at your raised desk, desk best desk light pointed to the page, curtains closed, 6.23pm and dark outside. Husband in the kitchen, radio playing, a smell of the of chicken rising up the stairs. Dog at my feet, daughter in her bedroom. Sister with her bad back in bed. Niece likely putting a heat-up dinner in the micro- microwave. Parents having a hard day getting vaccinated. The pandemic's raging. I've got a fountain pen for a change making these marks. And all this, all of this mess lands onto pristine pages and such a beautiful journal. Look at the pictures on the back and front of it. Beautiful. So here, this is me saying to you, let your mess and mistakes continue to visit these pages. Be free. Write, draw, sketch, record, imagine, smile, play, laugh, cry. Whatever is to be born here, let it be so. It's in its own time, in its place, with love and gently does it. So that's what I wrote to myself. And I think it tells you something about the attitude to have when you journal Um, And that is one of kindness to yourself, um, a place that you are safe to be with yourself and to share your thoughts with yourself, that inner dialogue that we have going on in our minds. It's a strange thing, but when you have different journals of different sizes, they bring about different types of writing, I believe, or maybe we choose them for that reason. Um, But one of the things I've done for lots of years is to carry a small journal or sometimes I use my phone and to record little bits and pieces in that. And this is the bit that I thought I would share with you. I'm not sure how it's going to work, but just remember this is my voice and you'll have your own voice. Um, one of the most important rules to have when you when you go to the page with whatever you do there is not to be judging yourself. Um, just notice and write. Um, and I'll share with you some of the little 
snippets of stuff that happens um, and that I end up writing about. One example is um, what happened when I invited a retired colleague to a meeting that I'd created at work. And sometimes I like to just pay attention to what people are saying and sometimes the insight that you get from them. But this older woman um, said to me, thanks for inviting me, Aileen. You stopped me from turning into a fat old lady who is slightly depressed. She said it with a smile on her face and, um, you know, she meant it with humour. And as often with our humour, it also had some truth to it, um, that actually it was important to her that I had invited her to this meeting. And it made me aware of how little things that we can do have, have impact on others. Another page I've only written, um, I'm trying to count the words, I think it's seven words, um, seven words on one page. Wherever I am, there is my dog. And that was just noticing that when I was in the house, when I was outside, um, if I decided I was going to go from the kitchen to the lounge or the kitchen to the bathroom, my dog didn't make her own decisions. She just wanted to follow me and be with me. And what I find interesting about that piece of writing is that it's actually been true of all my dogs. I've now had three dogs and that that has been true of all of them. Another little bit of writing was um, sometimes when you are going through life, we all have experiences of special moments that are almost, um, you would almost describe them as magical moments. And this is another one I'm going to share with you. So I was in, I was in America and I have uh, second cousins that live out there. And um, I wrote, I travelled to Long Island and at the end of a curving path, I came to a house that was built by the old man, an artist and cousin by marriage, who didn't see my arrival. He'd built that house when he was a young man. I had smelt the lilies he was putting into the glass vase before I saw him. And when he saw and turned with surprise and a smile and a kiss, the first thing he said was that the lilies had lifted their faces at the pleasure of my arrival. Staying at his home in the company of my cousins and their children, the welcome, the laughter, sat round the nighttime bonfire, watching sparks of fiery cedar wood mix with fireflies that I'd never seen before, while singing his guitar. So that's a snippet of a memory, and that happened 12 years ago now. And thanks to my journal, I come back and I have a memory of that. Sometimes journaling has helped me see the extraordinary in the ordinary, and I wonder if you have found the same too. Um, so here I've got another example. And I, another thing I want to say is that when you journal, don't feel you have to write in good sentences. Don't feel that it has to be beautiful prose. I often find that my sentences become short and what I write looks more like poetry. Um, I use the term poetry loosely. Um, it's bad prose, you could say, but it doesn't have to be perfect. So you guys have probably had a, you, you have probably had an, an experience perhaps the same as this. If, you, if you've been into the um, shopping centres recently and they often have a random piano left on a, in one of the corridors. And this is something I wrote about that. In town, I heard music chords that led me tangled to a piano. There in her coat, shape, shopping beside her, she played, 
her fingers on the keys touched my heart, standing alone. After her friends had said hello and go, I asked her what she had played. She answered, just myself. Um, and I found that really a beautiful moment um, to hear somebody playing without any expectation, sharing their music with others. This very last bit is a little bit of bad poetry, I suppose. And I'm sharing it with you because I want to show you that sometimes you can link things that are happening in your, that you've heard or you've seen with what you are seeing or experiencing in the present moment. And this I wrote as a result of that. Do you know Seamus Heaney by any, by any chance? He's a, a really, he's an Irish poet. He's died now, but I, I really like his poetry. You might hear my accent has, has got a bit of an Irish twang from my mother. Um, but he'd written in one of his poems that I'd read one morning, Bogside shone like a raven's wing, and I didn't quite get what he meant by it. Um, but then that day I went for a walk. I live in a place where it's all new houses, new built houses, and they're cutting into the land. And many of the people that have lived there for a long time are quite sad to see all these houses go up. Um, and I was walking near a little lake that we have amongst these new houses and where the builders still were. And this is just something I wrote. It's full of cross outs. So I hope I read it OK. Um, but another example of how you can just let your words come to you and not be trying to, to correct them too much. I saw it too, Seamus, on a walk where new houses have cut land and hearts here, night, here near the hospital where blue lights and street lights outshine the stars and make the night sky pale. But there in a puddle of muck, the builders were knocking and digging the distance. But here and there, the puddle broke, sun drops and a flash that dazzled and light, and it dripped to crow's wings of raven black, ignorant to the field being ploughed to house. So for this part, that's hopefully been helpful just to give you some ideas and to share some short, short writing um, if you have any to share, I would love to hear it. Um, and, in, and again, I would love to encourage you to try it out yourself. Just see what comes. joined by Aileen who has been talking to us about journaling and we do have a call we have John from Japan welcome John thank you for calling us this morning fire away Aileen Aileen okay hi, Aileen. hi I John. Say good evening because it's <laughs> 7 p.m here in Japan now <laughs> yeah. hello it's lovely to speak with you <laughs> um I have a question for you actually um I sent a message to Elizabeth before so she might be aware already what I'm what I want to talk about I'm a paramedic 
You yes. Know? So um, in terms of writing, uh, I'm used to writing medical terms using medical English, right? Yeah. So I can write a medical report very accurately uh, without any problem. You know, I feel very confident and all. Uh, whereas uh, right now, because I'm I'm always trying to uh, mix, uh, to match actually faith and science yeah. as a as a paramedic. You know, so I'm writing a biography on 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 a sister who is going to be <clears throat> beatified soon. Wow. Um, yeah, um, Elizabeth knows who I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, I cut it short. Um, so my problem is this: uh, you're uh, because you're an expert in journaling. So and obviously I'm a paramedic, so I never wrote, <laughs> I never wrote any book in my life other than medical reports. You know, so I'm trying to write this biography now about this sister. You know, who is going to be beatified this year? And um, I, I I checked some websites, you know, about journaling, you know, we, for some tips. And uh, I found a very interesting author. I, I can't remember the name I'm, the name now, who said that the first, uh, the most important thing when you write, when you start writing a book or a, bio, a biography, whatever, is to draw your reader is to draw your reader attention into your world first. So I was quite confused by that because, you know, I'm, I'm writing a biography about another person, not about me. It's not an autobiography. It's mm -hmm. a biography, you know, whereas the, this author, this famous author said it's very important, even if you write on behalf, uh, um, if you write fiction, whatever, for about someone else, that you draw the reader attention into your world first. So you should always start by um, like, uh, okay, you might wonder why I'm writing about this person. I'm living in Japan, uh, a Buddhist country where Christians are, <clears throat> are very little. Um, and um, and and then that's the reason, you know, I would like to bring to your attention uh, this sister who was uh, was very young, 33 years old. She died five years ago in an earthquake in South America. And uh, uh, so that's the way he suggested, you know, how to start writing a book or so, a biography. So, John, uh, I think... That sounds. I would like to, to yeah. hear your opinion. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. No, I Go love ahead. that. I, I don't. I, I'm, I won't ask you. First of all, the first thing to say is I'm very happy to look at your writing if you like, if you like. So we, we have your contact details. Um, and the second thing is um, I'm a nurse and I started off with science and uh, medicine too. So um, oh, okay. Yeah. So so a lot of my so the fact that you you write in your job is actually a good first step for writing. You know because you you know you paramedics are having to record a lot of things um, yeah, of it's really important that you draw in the 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 lit the reader um in terms of journaling do you know something i would suggest you start with and again like i said i'm, I'm happy to keep in touch to see what if i can help in any way but think about yeah, sure. right, right, why don't you start thinking about writing letters to this saint so actually sit with a book and just let you just just let yourself write let it flow um, and maybe also yeah. imagine her writing letters back to you, maybe describing events in her life. That that kind of exercise is quite common for writing, it's, trying to write fiction. 
it's very much what I'm doing now, in fact, you know, from from my perspective, you know. Uh, just, you know, I, I was a bit confused by this website, you know, about journalism, you, you know. So I... I'm I'm not 100% sure, you know, if I'm doing the right thing or the wrong thing, you know, but mm, I appreciate a lot what you're saying, you know, like writing like letters to this person, you know, um, so that's 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 very interesting. Yeah, it makes me more more at ease, more comfortable, probably. And, yeah, and, you know, because thing, I'm not a professional. Yeah, and the other you thing see, to I'm, try. I'm, I'm not. It's my very first time in 40 years. <laughs> you yeah. know, I never brought, you know, trust me, I never kept a diary. I never brought uh, a book, a biography, nothing, only medical reports because my I've been working as paramedic for all my life, you know. So um, my, my writing is all about medical, 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 medical. You know, I never wrote about other things, you know. So, uh, yeah, I can write a book about anxiety, about mental health, about yeah. many things, you know, which I'm specialized in psychiatry, in fact, you know. So, uh, but, uh, yeah. So, um, John, when, as, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm just thinking as well is why you don't, will you have a shot at doing the morning pages? Because they are very, you know what I've described, the morning pages where you sit and you just dump everything that's in your head, write it down, whatever it is. Even if it's, I don't know how to write, I don't know how to write, I don't know how to write. Just try that because the, the lady who um, recommended this kind of writing, she's a, she's a creative writer herself and it, it's specifically, it's supposed to be very good for people who are wanting to be creative or to be artists. Mm -hmm. So can I recommend that as a practice as well? And then maybe you're I in will. touch with Elizabeth and I, I'd like to yeah. hear more about your writing um, via Elizabeth would be great. Yes, of course, of course. You can you can email me as well. Elizabeth got my contacts, no yeah. problem. Yeah, sure. Thank sure, you so sure. much, John, yeah. for your question. I think we can share with our listeners the, the saint because it's Sister Claire Crockett. And she That's correct. Yeah. was, uh, it would have been her, was it, it would have been her 39th birthday at the weekend had she lived yes. and she was tragically Last killed Sunday. in an That's earthquake. That's correct. Last Sunday was, uh, she was killed in an earthquake in Ecuador in But what's coming to mind is that she really is a saint of impossible things because she came from a not particularly religious family in a in a really crazy violent part of Ireland and yet she, yeah and yet yeah. she had this passion and she she got out of that city and and she went to Ecuador as a religious sister so I I can't think of a better saint to be writing a book about um just exactly. ask her for help and I'm <laughs> sure she will give you some inspiration as well as as well as Aileen's very valuable um uh ideas and advice just a, a prayer to sister Claire Crockett please help me write mm -hmm. this book and um, I'm sure she won't leave you without heaven's aid. <laughs> so thank you, John. Well, I will you know, put you I'm in touch. Only... I'll definitely put you in touch with Aileen. And Absolutely, yes. Thank you yes. so much for calling in today. Thank you. Thank you. Listening. Thank, thank you. you very much. Sorry disturbing you. No, 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 we were delighted, absolutely delighted to have a caller. <laughs> no, because they always speak too much. Sorry. <laughs> That's fine. We're delighted to have a caller who's called from Japan. It's a fantastic um, yeah, I can only call example it this time for <laughs> other people yeah. to, you know, 
to be courageous and to call in to speak on our little community radio. Your voice won't be being broadcast to millions. You know, we're just a a family style community radio and everyone should have the courage to call in to comment. And so thank you for setting such a good example, John. Thank you. I can tell you that you're getting big in Japan because I'm spreading the word about (laughs) Radio Maria England. Fantastic. There are many British expats living here. Brilliant. Thank you so uh, much for doing that. Many people are listening to you from Japan. I can tell you that. Thank you. Thank you, John. Carry on. Goodbye. Good job. Thank you. Bye. bye -bye. Bye Bye-bye. Um, it was lovely to speak with John there. Um, I'm sat in a little room with a microphone and it's left a smile on my face and my daughter is going to be very impressed. I spoke to somebody in Japan because she's really into Japan. Um, yeah, I think probably a song now, Elizabeth, actually. I've seen there's two little things I can say before we finish and um, now would be a good time to take a little break. have another caller it is Lynette welcome Lynette you're you're through to you're through to Aileen um hi Lynette good morning Aileen I I have a question um having only just tuned in a few minutes ago to discover this wonderful conversation um and the I am interested in journaling and the practice but um for all sorts of reasons um I I'd like to know how you get over a kind of nervousness about writing journaling or whatever it might be um how how to start yeah yeah I I, do you know when I think sometimes and I still do it now sometimes when you're writing you can become quite self-conscious and you start to want to feel you know sound good and write things that you're impressed by and um the the best way to start and the best way to get rid of that is to just start. And I don't know if you heard earlier on in the programme, I was talking about the morning pages as a practice, which is where you start with absolutely no expectation of what's going to come out your head and onto the Mm. page. And um, it's recommended, Julia Cameron was the lady who started it, recommended you do it early in the morning before anything else. And it certainly is probably at its optimum at that time, but you can do it any time of day. So just sit and write whatever is in your mind and just just stick with it. Don't read it back because then you start to become self-conscious and you're starting to judge yourself and you're wondering, you know, what is it I'm doing here? So don't don't read it back and try to commit to do it regularly. You know, whether that's every day or whether it's every week or every few days, whatever, regularly for um, a period of maybe maybe a month or ideally more like two months even. Um, before you read it back and just just write and just see what comes out. And I can, I, I think I, if you do it, I'd like to hear back, you know, mm. email us and let us know. But certainly I have found as I've written like that, that in the end, I'm surprised and I learn, although that's not the goal. The, the, it's just something you do as a habit without any expectation, without any goal in mind. Um mm. 
and and see where it brings you. So that that's where I would suggest you start, Lynette. Would you have a shot at I, that? I think so. Is there a sort of guided t- a time frame to start with? So. Um, so this, it doesn't end up feeling like a too onerous thing yeah. or something that might carry on for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. Um, is, is there a starting you know, recommended time? Yeah. The, the, now, the recommendation... Ten minutes? Or... <laughs> you can go hmm. by time, but actually hmm. I think what I have found more helpful and what was recommended um, by by this lady, Julia Cameron, um, there are other people around the place. Um, I'd hmm. warn you, don't look at YouTube too much because you can, you know, you can start to watch and listen to people rather than do your own thing. But her recommendation is to write three pages so you choose the side of the size of book and write three pages and that's it and then when you've written it you stop and you just leave it for the day that's that's, that's really recommendation yeah you're very welcome lovely really nice to speak to you thank you both for the program uh, even though i'm gonna have to listen on repeat <laughs> to get to the most with you too. Yeah. thank you lynette for calling Bye-bye. in and for people like lynette who have just tuned in it's repeated tonight at 10 a.m 10 p.m and will be shortly available within about 10 days time as a podcast to listen whenever you like thank you and goodbye lynette thank you thank you joined this morning by Aileen Walsh um, who has an Irish heritage and has chosen this beautiful beautiful music for us this morning thank you Aileen and she has been talking to us about journaling if you have a question please call us on 01223375564 and Aileen I believe you've got a few more things to say to finish off this morning back over to you thank you yeah, again, what a pleasure to speak um, with Lynette. Um, thank you so much for calling. Um, two things I'm going to end with. Um, I started just recently keeping an art journal. Um, again, art, a little bit like the word poetry. Um, I use the word very loosely. Um, I take paint and I, and I splash it onto my pages and I make things that look a little bit like what they're supposed to be. Um, in this instance, I'm looking at a page of my journal. It's got a, a green bird carrying a sprig of cherry blossom on top of a huge um, out of proportion chimney, a roof, a rooftop and a bare tree and black sky. And it looks hopeful to me. Um, I haven't written anything on it. So this kind of journaling, like I said, I discovered it probably when we were very quiet during COVID and I had a little bit more time. Um, and as well as that, you know, there was some sadness for me at the time because my, my dad wasn't so well. And I started to spend time, instead of using words, I spent time painting things. I, I looked up online to see how to make a, an art, in inverted commas, journal. The most important thing is just to have gesso, a particular kind of paint that you put on the page that means that it that you can then paint on ordinary paper without it going all the way through and destroying the paper. And this kind of journaling, it actually makes me smile. Um, it, it's a lot less heady. It's playful. 
I found that the time just flew by. Um, I could spend, you know, a couple of hours. And at that time, I was spending a couple of hours, I was painting, but and the words were there. I wasn't writing them. They were just running through my mind and they'd run out. And then sometimes the words stopped altogether, maybe a little bit like, well, it is like prayer, actually. Of course, all these activities, when we have a faith, they cannot be anything but connected with God and, and our faith and spirituality. Um, I was able to share more of this kind of journal with my family and my friends. You know, they, they got some fun out of seeing some of the pictures. And um, I can really recommend it um, as, a, as a practice um, alongside the writing. I do both, but, but I've been really surprised. And what's been lovely about this kind of journal is it's just so creative and freeing. And it's probably changed me a little bit. It's made me a little bit lighter. I've a tendency, I don't know what your personality is like, but my personality probably tends towards a little bit of melancholy. And it's really um, not changed me, but it certainly has made me more aware of light things and being light. Um, I'd love to hear if you do that kind of journaling, um, how it's affected you. Last things I wanted to say was just some advice on how to go about this and some pointers. First thing is watch privacy. I was on a flight once and I'd brought my little handheld journal with me. It was full up and I'd put the the journal onto the seat next to me. And at the end of the flight, when I stood up to find it, um, it had gone. And I was thinking, where the hell is that journal gone? only to find that the lady who sat on the next but one seat had it in her hands and she was on the last page and had read the whole thing. Um, It wasn't one of my private journals. I'm very careful with with the privacy. Um, So do take care. If you are writing about deeply personal things, maybe difficulties with a relationship or something like that, if you do write it, I think a good thing to do is is to write it. The actual writing itself can be helpful, but then get rid of it. So either paint paint over it or, you know, you can tear it up into shreds. Um, I certainly don't want any of my writing to be hurtful to other people. Having said that, I do write freely and I am and all and I don't need to censor as much as I thought I would. Um so you do get the balance and actually you can write an awful lot without concern. And certainly with my family, they know my journals are private space and um, I trust that they don't read them. I know they don't. Um, but nevertheless, one day these books can end up somewhere. So I, I will always paint over if, if something's deeply personal. Keep a habit. Um, a t- having a particular time in a particular place can be helpful a desk or a you know a cup of tea sat sat near the window whatever you like to do um or just keep your your journal somewhere you can find it a mobile phone can be great and there are apps that can help with that be kind to yourself when you write or paint write back to yourself sometimes as, as a best friend maybe and um if you're working something through um, look at the apps if you like to be electronic. Um, the Gratitude Journal is available on the Google phone or Android. That's what it's called, isn't it? Android. Um, and that's a little journal where I, I just write a few words every day. And it's it's fantastic for collecting memories that are, that are actually joyful ones. Um, and there are also journals that you can get that you can write into as apps. Um, keep it sometimes to be serious. You can be serious in your journal, but remember to be playful and enjoy it. Don't feel you need to write in full sentences um, and your painting doesn't have to be art. Pair up with a friend or friends, 
remember most importantly it's not a it's not a goal it's not a product um journals can help us with being productive and organized bullet journaling that kind of thing um they're great but this that i'm talking about today is not that it's something else don't watch too much youtube um and finally if you're not keen on anything i've spoken about today is a way of journaling if you'd like prompts for journaling Michelle Obama has written a lovely journaling book um, that you write in yourself with a number of things, questions that she asks called Becoming. Um, Just as an example, I've opened a random page here um, and this is what she says. Change happens from the ground up. What is one small thing you can do this week to bring about new change in your life or in the life of someone else? And she has lots of questions that go on for, gosh, over 100 pages. Um, And it's really a beautiful book and potentially a nice legacy to leave behind us for our family. Okay, I'm done now. It's been a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you, Aileen. Thank you for speaking to us so beautifully this morning. That was Aileen Walsh on journaling. This programme will be repeated tonight and on Monday morning at 4am for the people around the world and for the night birds. Many thanks, Aileen, and we look forward to welcoming you back to Radio Maria very soon. Bye.